0: Loud and proud champions brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union. Hello and welcome to episode one six nine of the Loud and Proud Sunday Night Free Podcast. And today it's all about the relegation revelation. But first, the boys from Charlestown and the Leek. Yeah, so nice and organized today with no matches on the Sunday, I decided to get this podcast out of the way. Possibly, um, you know, it's it's nice it, with no games of no routine and it's nice just to get a bit of a break, bit of um bit of I suppose refueling the, the batteries. I'd say a lot of the teams that that are still left in the championship are out on the Sunday morning, maybe doing a session, a light session, and it's a class time of year. Um, I suppose in old in olden times before the pandemic and all that, you would have probably senior finals again. A lot of memories uh, of senior finals this time of year, and and the the weather is beautiful. it's That lovely autumn light. Uh, it's a little bit cold, but it's not like freezing. Just nice and like crisp air. It's just it's just class time of year. So you'd be very privileged to be um out in the I suppose in the semi finals because the semi finals are nearly worse than the finals in terms of nerves and what's on the line because at least if you get to the final you see you got to the final and you kind of have the the beer and the drink and the kind of plot for next year already lined up but when you get to the semi-finals it's so close yet so far so that'll be in a lot of teams minds left there's what 12 teams left with a chance of winning something and then you have four other teams fighting for the relegation and um, playoff that's next weekend as well i'll get into that shortly but yeah class time of year like absolutely like the best time of year to be training you're flying fit the ground is just it's not too hard not too sloggy yet we, we've been very much blessed with the with the weather i have to say like i pro possibly only two games one sunday was really affected the the washout between the geraldines and the and niv martin and then that evening the O'Connells and the Brides you can still kind of play football through that but other than that it been quite good considering September October um, for a championship this time pencil in this time of year maybe it'll turn maybe it'll go into like a pure dogfight fest of like st- snow wind rain hailstones like mucky pitches war with Trish As you always think of like I don't know, I always think of say the championships in Donegal, Washington, Tina G or Galway. Maybe it's the it's the provincial I'm thinking of where it's just a slog fest and muck and then it's all about hand pass and it's all about the well, some people say it's all about the big physical more physical side wins in the rain and I, I would disagree, I'd say the more skillful team usually prevails because they're better on the ball and their skill sets that bit higher. That's just my theory on it, you? you let me know. Because I want to know um your highlights of the season so far. Maybe just if you can just pop them in to me whatever on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, or, or directly through the if you're signed up to Patreon, and um, let me know because I want I want to know kind of a vast ratings, Kind of when you wrap it up, when we talk about the championship towards the end, like who's the best score, best players standing out so far, biggest disappointment, biggest losers, and um, best manager, best tactics, all that. I just want to get that in kind because I, I want to tidy the whole thing up towards the end of the month so that's just months a m- notice ahead of the, this big weekend I'll be previewing each and every one of because there's no Red Star podcast this week I'm going to be doing three special podcasts um, with a guest going through the grade all dedicated to one podcast each so we'll be doing obviously the Friday night uh, header and Bannon someone coming on with me to talk about Glide and Glenn, Glenn Emmett's and the the other semi-final the piercy and John Mitchells I went to see that game the other night with the Mitchells, um, quite good, um, they surprise me having not seen them so far this season. They'll they'll uh, take a bit of beating, but that, like they evenly matched enough in the pair. Look, I don't want to get too much of the preview, but uh, yeah, because I want to save that for during the Week. But I tell you what, I actually will, give, I will give you a preview. I know some people don't don't sign up, but have listen do listen to the Sunday Night podcast. So I'm gonna I tell you what I'm gonna cut a deal and maybe give a bit of a taster to try and get in. Uh, get you in for the the remaining of the championship on the patreon.com forward slash loud and proud I'm going to preview the Gales and O'Connells and the Roach and the Finbars. I'm going to do that towards the end but yeah there's someone else on to talk about the intermediate semi-final they look, they look really really like talk about Styles meeting up with styles, different both ends of the county the whole spread of the county nearly between the Feckins and Hunterstown Cooley and Kilkerley going at it for a place in the Intermediate uh, like. they're going to be really good games very hard to call that's on the Intermediate Saturday and on Sunday n- this day next week the Blues take on the Martins and the Mockers take on Ardy that's going to be, they're, they're just alright they roll off the Tongue going to be, uh, amazing like I said, the, the mock is a box office. They're going to be outsiders. You have then the Blues are just coming right, like I'm saying. They're get, even coming more ripe after last weekend's win over the Dreadnoughts. Um, and then the Martins are sort of like, team to beat. Just so nearly just look a level above everyone else, but they're still can be dragged down. And then Ardy to have that firepower. Maybe they're just keeping the powder dry. Just doing what they have to do. They played all the football last year and didn't get anything at the end of it, so maybe that's what their their um, prerogative is this this season. Um, but but before before I've a couple of bits to t- to tidy up on. Obviously, the the ladies uh, football is is hotting up during your intermediate finals, and the quarterfinals are, are on today on the Sunday. Uh, probably an update on that, and maybe I'll tweet it out. But I might, I'm going to definitely have something on that, might have previews on that just to get to get a bit of hype towards the ladies because it's a fantastic competition as well. The Loud Masters, they're playing next weekend as well. They're playing, um, they're in the All Ireland semi final, so congratulations to them. And they are, there's three other teams left Dublin, Mayo, and Tyrone. I think they're due to play. I think they're due to play Tyrone. Not I'm not 100 percent certain, but they're they're true anyway. And I think it's on the 16th. I must actually check that. Hang on, just check it now. No, nothing. I don't know. I don't. I I just maybe thought it in my head because Stephen O'Neill is playing for still playing. He's playing talking out for Tyrone. But then, like, there's a couple of really solid lads playing for loud too. I just seen looking at the, a couple of the photos there after. Like, I just have a look. Seamus Quigley's in gold You have um, Damien Connor and um, Thomas Carr. Let me see looking at the, the team pick. Lana O'Reilly from the Moctus. Um, Shane Sweeney, he's still playing club football and night. Uh Dunigan from Hudderstown. Errol Boyle. There's a few other heads, few heads you'd know. Um so that'd be interesting. Might maybe follow up and do something with that as well. But um yeah, so just before I get into the relegation the relegation bit. Um, just a, an idea I had. And maybe it might be a great. It would be a great idea. Um, it's something that's featured in the championship so far this season. The um, the squad sheets. They've been like they've been really good. Obviously, if if teams are acting the bollocks and, and not putting um the right name number beside the name and that that can be a bit annoying for people, especially neutrals and especially like myself for subs coming on. I I, I, I know probably ninety eight percent of players, but. That 2% sometimes catches me out when a, a sub comes on. Maybe they just don't look, they look different, they look, um, don't look as normal without the number, just something to control you like that. But I was just thinking, like, it would be a great idea if you had a squad list at the start of the season, each and every season, say, for the league, and you stick with that. And that's that's your squad jersey for the year um, in loud football. Because I know, like talking to elderly neighbours and 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 lads at the matches, or even just lads just ha- I haven't been about in a while, they'll go to the home club and they'll be like, I don't know, I don't know who that young lad is, I don't know who he is, I don't know half of them below. So a squad list like that where it's just set, that's your number. That's um maybe yeah, it's your squad list and it's just a chance for you to be identified as well. Because I know with Mickey Hart, he's looking at teams, he's looking at um, team lists as well, and helps them pick out the players that are that are possibly like myself, red picking red stars or players that we brought into the to the lead panel. So something like that would be great for for like just to have, just so you know. And then you print one out at the start of the year, and then that's it. You have you have your squad list. You have um, a booklet then a program that you could just share. Like you could be sold, make money on it. You could have sponsors in it um it also gives a, it gives players a bit of profile as well like Samuel Roy 14 or uh Gabriel Bell 7 just just different players like that maybe trying to take off the top of my head um Callum George 11 J Hughes 13 um just lads like that you know synonymous with the club um and their, their players Dar- Darren Con maybe 13 as well Darren Clark 15 down the just just something like that it, it it just gives them a bit more profile you have different players like Colin Goss number three back in the day, or Paddy Keenan number eight or nine, whatever one he wore, something like that. Um, it just it could it just ups the kind of profile of the player, and they they can go and just have their jersey for the year, and they could mind them washing and wash it themselves, bring it home instead of saying, "Oh, who took the number twenty nine jersey home?" So it's easy to ad- identify then in that side of things as well, and also um, it's a, it's a kind of a, squ- a squad status as well because I know you have your top twelve in each and every club um maybe some clubs are top 24 is the way they're going but i know with air club is top 12 and it's kind of a status to get into it or even if you're out on the fringes or if you just come into the panel you're going to be a high number and it's just going through the years and getting up getting there and and finally getting in a one to fifteen spot um or maybe just being that kind of super sub as well and you know you have your number or number suits you something like that uh, or even if you want, you could have pick your lucky number at the start of the year and you could have that for the rest of the year. I know a lot of lads like 23 because of Michael Jordan. Or so they could have 23 and that could be their number. Just It's just an idea to have maybe something to take forward. Uh, you could just raise that awareness of the player and help them with being picked out by their club. But then you might say, oh, if the club man doesn't know who they are. But then look at... Um, a lot of people aren't up to date, and, and and as old people would say, all young fellas look the same nowadays, right? So the relegation, relegation has been absolutely like, I, ugh, it's it's brilliant. It's like it's like an entirely separate competition, and there's a real bite to it. Any of the games I've gone to, there's, there's been bites. Obviously, the one game I didn't go to, there was a bit of a melee at the end, the the Finbars and the Clans in DKIT. Probably a bit dangerous having no. You can see why to have um, uh, I don't want to say hoarding, but like. It, a perimeter around the pitch like a fencing perimeter around the pitch so I think that they got a little bit out of hand towards the end of that game um, probably distracted Toto because they were on a bit of run they played very well the second half they just attacked and went for it but however the Clans prevail along with um the game I was at the Rahalis they beat, uh, they beat Roach Roach were flying flying early on they were motoring they were well ahead they, were, they looked comfortable and slowly but surely the Rahalis got the grips of them Tighten the noose around the middle of the field. Got the got kind of stops and big turnovers in in Roach. Roach, It just seems to me, up to a certain point, they can't work the ball in, and if it's not played straight away, they find it difficult to 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 break down teams or just find Barry O'Hare in shooting positions. Um. So, it, but it, but you you can just sense like there's bite in the games. Maybe people fight a little bit more for something they're going to lose rather than something they could win. Um, It just seems to be that kind of mindset. Um, you could see, like, lads... And, and, and every time I go to... I don't know whether it was the same with us last year. that um Lads are coming off injured. Coming off the field injured. Like, absolutely give it everything they got. Like, Roach had a couple of lads come off injured. The O'Connells, the, the Pats as well. Just lads going for it. And uh, there's, there's just a real, real bite in the class games. They really were, like... Uh, the O'Connell's Pats game I was at last night it was tough uh, it was it was tough for the Pats to get to get the grips with the O'Connell so the O'Connell were very good early on they stopped them they they, they got massive turnovers Wayne Cairns deserves major credit he's really 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 made the O'Connell's competitive and if you're a manager or if you're a club looking for a manager maybe in Dublin or somewhere like that or maybe somewhere around around Look, like, will there be managerial shifts next year I don't know actually. If any managers have gone in the off season, do let me know, so I can update the merry-go-round for next season. But yeah, you'd be throwing, you'd be throwing the what would you say, the checkbook at Wayne Cairns him mean, That's if he if he doesn't stay on. But I don't. I think it's only a temporary arrangement with the O'Connells because he's he made them damn competitive. Now I have to say, he's come in put a bit of structure on them and they frustrated the Pats early on. The Pats were just finding it very hard, and the O'Connells just they just kind of ran out of legs really. Um, Jackie Agnew got four points in the first half um, and the Pats got three in a row from Jason Woods he's impressed in the corner and they just pushed on they led 9-4 at half time and then Cottle Grogan got a goal at the end no just before the, the second half water break just kind of kill the contest off but they're plucky though Connells, and the Pats like Pats will feel like when you look at the quality and the calibre of players on their team, they they like county men in every line of the field. Martin McKinney, Owen Laverty, Kevin Toner in the full back line. Um in the half back line, Kieran Murphy, Darren O'Hanlon, um, in the middle of the field. Who's in the middle of the field? Um Leonard Gray this year's loud loud panelists played in the league with loud. Um, who's in the half forward line? The half forward line, um, Oh, Jack Murphy—he's on the current panel as well, and the full-forward line—Paddy Keane and Daniel O'Connor—and then Owen O'Connor comes off the bench. So that's just the luxury they had, and the caliber players they had. They'd probably feel they're—they're they're definitely fourth, fifth, sixth team ranked in the county, just lucky with the group. And it's just—it's just funny they just—they're not getting the luck that they would have got down the years. It's just—and like you look at the team's very, very talented side, very talented, but it's just—just just not getting that luck. That just not, things aren't just going for them, but Johnny McGee he's also done a good job, as you get, he got a tune out of them, Um just wasn't enough. And I look at with the two teams still in the semi final, the Pats will definitely feel that there's definitely potential there. There is this good young player, David Matthew Pagney, played well last night around the middle of the field, but in the other game, it looked like uh, I, well, me, myself, and Jimmy Murray in the preview podcast, we tipped the Gales both to beat the Geraldines um, but maybe that it, that rain game was, was a bit of a misnomer because the Geraldines came out very strongly played well, Shane O'Hannon playing in his probably natural habitat in half full forward um, Jamie Clark was, uh, Jason Clark was half back, half forwards only dropped back, Fergan McDonald followed him up the field seemingly and he got 1-2 that was the deciding factor in the game um, in a t- in a tight game like that, Mac- Jared McSorley was back after and it was a different competition for the suspension. The Red cardigan, and the Joes, so it'll be do'Connells and the <coughs> it'll be the O'Connell's and the Dundalk Gales. Malcolm McDonald faced his old team again. He he faced them last year away. McKeever I think that was in R D in the group stages, was it? Yeah, I think it was. Um, but that's that's going to be a, that's going to be a really 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 dogged game. Like I- I'd love to go to that. So look, that game's not been fixed I'm, I'm recording probably too early for the fixture makers but it could be Saturday this Saturday again so look I, I, I kind of feel that the Collins are really really improving they they have, they have a solid structure Snitchy still bang on with the kick out Sean Cairns won a the ball along, along the middle of the field with Chunky Kiernan and um, who's still a midfielder on show um uh, Kieran O'Brien Cobb so they, they have they have a platform Dean Stanfield's back in in there Conor Culligan Paul McKeever so they have forwards where they, obviously they were missing they're still missing uh, the likes Niall Conlon and Quigley and um Cian Doyle but they're they're more structured and they'll be hard to stop hard to beat and then you look at the other end the Gales they have they have good forwards like Dylan McKeown um I uh, tipped him to maybe turn the tie against the Geraldines but just didn't materialise Um, they'll be used to playing that kind of kind of swarm defence will it be good enough to break it down will the O'Connells be fit enough to hang on and do it Sean was back in the middle of the field last night and Derek Quirley um, look it's going to be oh, it's, it's like like all these games are very hard to call you just kind of sense that the Gales will have a little bit more in them but it would not surprise me one Iota if um, the O'Connell's rattled the net a couple of times and stay up in senior like they have done this past four or five seasons well, do, the past four seasons they've been senior since they went up one day intermediate in 2017 they went down in 16, one in 17 and I've stayed up since so wouldn't wouldn't surprise me nonetheless I wasn't wasn't at that Gales game but I was impressed enough by the O'Connell's um, but obviously, you look at the difference in the players available to either side. You'd probably say the Gales edged slightly, but in a dogfight, the O'Connells are very used to it. Um, it could sway it away, but I'm just, I'm just gonna put my reserved hat on me and say the Knock Gales in that one. So in the intermediate, in the intermediate um, relegation playoffs, the Gay uh, the Roach and the Finbars. That's on a half five in Darver next Saturday. Roach will probably have the upper hand in that. They've would have, they've played in that pitch already this season in that wide open field. And Toro have played everywhere. they played in the back pitch. They've played in DKIT. They've played in Stabannon. So they've been kind of nomads going around playing their championship matches. Whereas Roach have a bit more of a settled home. They would have played their last season as well. Um, and they're coming like they showed. When they play, when they play rightly, they... they um. They can play, they can mix it. They get there. James McDonald drives up the field, Kevin and Riley, um, Sean Daw. I know a couple of them went off injured, um Brown and Jared Brown and uh, Daw went off injured. So that's a bit of a loss. Dan O'Connell's out for the rest of the season after he went off against so Matineys. So they're 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 short a few but they still they still um, were, were were very, very good at times against the Rallies. Now the Rallies are probably just that bit too far ahead of like the the roads in terms of experience and know how, and they would have played in those tight pressure games before as well, so they could afford that that slow start, and then to come back and soak it up and do the business in the end, and which is what they did. Um, if so, look at the Bars or the Finbars that we were sick of harping on about the players they've lost, but the players they have, they still have like real. Grit and determination. Patrick Butterley Martin Murphy, Hugh McGrain. Uh and they've been supplemented slightly by Thomas McCreesh and uh, Stephen O'Reilly. I say slightly because they're, they're, they're just uh, they maybe there's a bit of an age profile issue there in terms of they're just coming in and the other lads might be going out. Um, that they're they're still trying to find their feet and they are finding their feet in a, like in it in a team that's struggling. You know, it's just not coming for them, but but on a day it could it could come for them because I see great potential in in those younger players. Um, Brendan Sims to welcomed him back into the team as well again. The clans and w- when they just went for it in the second half, all together they um, they really put it up to the clans. Um, will they have enough to put up against the Roach? Like, this the repeat of a junior final a couple of seasons ago. I don't see I don't see why not. And um, the would like the two two teams won't fear each other they will have that not that they won't respect each other but they won't they'll just go at it Um and look it's, it's um the scores can come from all over for the Finbars there's still a bit of a reliance on um roaches to for Barry O'Hare to get them the scores, get them frees and and that that's, that kind of simplifies it for the Finbars Um because I think they'll battle fairly evenly around the middle of the field um, on on Martin Carroll and um, who's who's alongside Martin Carroll? Oh, I can't think. It's Not Glenn Stewart or oh, P- Peter Lynch, because they, they they actually match up fairly well with the likes of John Dial and Stephen O'Reilly. That that'll be a fairly that'll be a fairly good battle actually between Carroll and Dial. And I know mean, Dial went off injured. I don't know what the situation is. Whether you come out, I don't even know if he went off injured. He just went off in that Clans game. Um. So look at it i just i just favor i favor roach to get the job done um just the 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 cohesion there and playing that pitch already um bigger squads yeah i just i just think roach and it probably um probably like it's like it's de- it'd be devastating for either team to go down but it probably uh Probably a game for Roach to kinda win and and move on and always have it as like a, a turning point for those young young players in the squad. So that that'll be an interesting game. Look at um you never know when the emotions run high and a, a sending off or an injury or just a freak goal shocks a team and panics a team how they're gonna respond. Um because that that seemed to be the way with with kinda Roach the other night, Ben Smith gets a goal, gets a great goal from Nolan Walsh. Gary Owen you call. He caught along the end line and finished it. And Roach just couldn't respond. they conceded one four to no reply in that period in that third quarter. And that kind of that they were shell shocked. So if there's emotions at play here and managing the game. Maybe Taulou might have more steady heads around the men in the middle of the field or down the spine of the team to get the job done. And um, but you you just think similar to the, the other game that Roach should should get the job done. And um, that's that's more or less it. Let me see. Yeah, that's that's more or less it. Hopefully that's a nice taster for the previews that to come during the week. Obviously i will have a guest on with me as well and we stretch them out and go really deep on some issues on teams and, and form and players. But um, yeah, that, that's that been episode 169 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Thanks very much for signing up. There's still time. Get yourself signed up. Uh, massive response. But it'd be really great to have you on board. So keep sending in your kind of your highlights of the season your moments your uh, biggest losers biggest disappointments best managers best tactics all that uh, just another reminder for that um, thanks very much for listening enjoy your Sunday uh, I don't know what to do with myself now with a, with a free Sunday night. I haven't got this done but I'll be getting myself rested and prepped for the big weekend ahead thanks a million bye bye talk to you during the week and if not I'll talk to you next Sunday bye bye <coughs> Loud and proud champions brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and R D Credit Union.